This talk is meant for all the conscientious humans, except for those who call themselves fundamentalists. No scientist in the world has the capacity to turn a fundamentalist into a conscientious human, because they possess the worst form of broken minds. We scientists do have the power to fix a little bit of brokenness of the mind, but not the brokenness of the fundamentalists. We do, though, have the ability to play God and make that brokenness go worse and make that fundamentalism ineffective without killing the host, but that would also mean killing the soul of an individual, which, if we commit, would make us the same kind of sectarian barbarians as the fundamentalists and their loyal slaves, the so-called holy warriors. The point is, even if a handful of scientists come together, we would easily outsmart and eliminate the so-called terrorism, that is, religious terrorism, from the face of Earth. But the scientific community has lost its original sense of responsibility. Innovators with resources and smartness are more busy with pompous dreams of colonizing Mars, while their own kind suffers on Earth. If we really wanted, we could end terrorism once and forever, right at this very moment. But in reality, no one really cares. They only pretend to care. Those who do have the sense of responsibility do not have the resources, and the ones who have the resources are chasing their self-centered dreams. Seeing all this, what appears to me, is the irony of being the smartest species on Earth. We may be the smartest species on Earth, which we undoubtedly are, Yet at the same time, possessing all that smartness, we are also the most irresponsible species on earth, desperately chasing after instant gratifications. We are always running from one gratification to another, never to really fathom the true beauty, value and gravitas of human existence. And as for scientists who are somewhat interested in religious issues, harming the world, they are more obsessed with criticizing religion as a whole than to go deeper into those issues and construct a solution. They're just plain old intellectuals discussing plans in a room and going to the grave with those plans with them, with almost no practical impact upon the society whatsoever. Religions, that is organized religions, do indeed inflict harm to the world, not because fundamentalists bring out the worst version of religion, rather because we, the conscientious humans on the other side, don't do anything of real significance above and beyond the petty old acts of criticisms. Criticisms are pure wastage of time and resources. Actions bring change. That change could be either good or bad. The holy warriors act on their dogmas. Hence, they are effective in bringing destruction upon the world. That destruction is nevertheless a substantial change, however negative that may be. If only we, the genuine humans, had the real guts and sense of real responsibility to act as the holy warriors on our own beliefs and ideals, then you wouldn't see any trace of terrorism in the world whatsoever, religious or otherwise. The so-called holy warriors are driven by a cause, no matter how disgustingly barbarian that cause be. If only we, the conscientious humans, were as driven as them 
by our urge for real peace and real harmony, then we could, for real, not in theory, live in a world of pure compassion and hatelessness. Now here is the real question that really matters. Are you driven? You the person listening to this talk. Are you driven enough to do something really original, really novel, and not just walk on the same path paved by your ancestors who were as narrow-minded and conditioned as you are, as we are? Can you break free from that conditioning? Or rather, you should ask, why haven't you broken free from those conditionings? What prevents you to do so? Why do man-made labels matter and not human life? Why is it that labels have gained more importance than the core values of human being, of human existence? Are you an original human? I'm not judging you, neither should you. Simply ask yourself without any prejudice. To be an original human, you must first die to all the labels imposed on you. This death brings the real vitality in life. Now one may ask, how can one achieve it? And there is the problem again of the so-called modern humans. They all want somebody else to tell them how to achieve something. Here is a fact. Calculus can be taught. Quantum physics can be taught. Molecular biology can be taught, but not freedom of mind. And why do you need a path in the first place? If there is a bottle labeled poison on the shelf, you don't just bring it down and drink to know whether it will kill you. Likewise, once you really see the poisonous implications of the socio-culturally passed on labels, you simply tear them apart, throw them away as far as possible. Does one need to deceive oneself to understand self-deception? If not, then why do you deceive yourself, my friend? By conforming to the social labels, be it a religious label, non-religious label, nationalist label, intellectual label, or a gender label. You are a human, that's it. And once you recognize this simple fact that labels only destroy the world and labels disrupt peace, you simply are no longer bothered with those labels and terms. And that's the time that you are really born as an original human. An original human would never consciously hurt or kill another person in the name of any holy book, institution, messiah, or God. And this original living is real religion. It is not instructed by any book, by any institution, by any priest or prophet or messiah. Why should any book have any authority over human life? Books are supposed to give a helping hand to humanity's progress, not to instruct humanity how to progress. Plato wrote his books to help humanity understand knowledge and wisdom. Tolstoy wrote his books to help humanity understand morality. Einstein wrote his papers to help humanity understand the universe. Darwin wrote his books to help humanity understand the biological history of life forms. I write my books to unify humanity beyond labels. But the point is, none of us ever said that our works are the ultimate measure for humanity to behave properly. None of us ever said that our books are the authority of human life and that only through us, humanity can find salvation. Your life is a vehicle that is driven by you only. And books can be the helper in the journey, but never the driver themselves. And the moment you let books to drive your existence, you inadvertently set yourself out on a course for imminent collision with other creatures whose lives are driven by their own books. And unfortunately, 
the whole world has become filled with such collisions, such conflicts and chaos. And these worldly problems are to be solved by every single human being. These problems can only be really solved when you have freedom in your own mind, freedom from all labels. And you do not need to follow me or any other in order to understand freedom or make it manifest yourself because freedom does not come through me or any other thinker, teacher or messiah. A human mind is born free. He's only the society that ties it up with the chains of bigotry, prejudices, biases and self-centrism. Why do we need to hate anyone on earth for whatever reason? What makes others less a human than us? Nothing. No other being is less a human than the one who thinks of others as such. So if one thinks of others as less a human because one's own so-called holy book says so, then that one is the real lesser human. And unfortunately, this whole world is filled with these lesser humans. So one wonders, how could we ever change this disastrous situation? It begins with you, because from you, a new generation of humans is to be born. You, the human, the one being courageous enough to ask questions and not give in to conformities. If only you become free, then you will give a truly liberated family environment to your child and that child will give the same free environment to his or her child and it will go on and eventually make the world filled with enough conscientious free original human souls to outweigh all the negativity of the remaining tiny portion of second-hand humans, the real lesser humans. Raise your kids and grandkids not as strong men or strong women, not as good Christians, Jews or Muslims, not as responsible Americans, Europeans or anything else, not as efficient professionals or smart academics, but as strong, good, responsible, efficient and wise human beings. Il mondo, l'universo, 